Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? So glad you guys are here with us. My name is Hank Meadows. I'm the pastor at Marion Baptist Church. I got my sidekick, Miss <laughs> Mona. What's up, girl? Hey, everybody. She is my home slice, as you guys know. <laughs> hey, we have producer Dan on the headphones over there. Hey, hey, how's it going? Uh, looking like my man <laughs> from Rudolph the Reindeer. I knew it was going to come out. I, I wondered knew. if that was going to be said. So, you know, oh. he has on the red toboggan on his head. He got his earphones in. And um, up what did Cornelius. I say? The guy? Cornelius. Yeah, Cornelius. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. That's him. All we're waiting for him is he's looking for gold. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got my next Halloween outfit. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So, hey, how is everybody, man? We, you know, I, I told our secretary this morning, Gail, they blew it again. <laughs> Yep. I mean, we're going to have all this now. It was just messy enough for Sunday right. that nobody around, and, and I was told that the, the roads were slick and um, slushy and nasty, so, you know, we didn't have it. Um, But, you know, you're expecting all this yep. snow, and you get... We just get enough to, to be nasty to get out in. Nasty yeah, and, yeah. and gross, yeah. So, but how are you doing? Hey, good. Good? Yeah. That's awesome. Dan? Good. Or should I, I, I say gonna... Cornelius? <laughs> I'm going to plug our our podcast, The Goose of Grace, because we hit a landmark. We doubled the amount of episodes in one week. (laughs) There we go, buddy. All right. Uh, We we have twice as many as we expected we would make, and that grand total is two. (laughs) So it's The Goose of Grace, not The Goose of Gaze? Not not The Goose of Gaze. But yeah, yeah, things are things are going good. Seriously, um, as as my daughter (laughs) told me this weekend, she said, well, Drew and Dan's is is sort of not so serious like yours and Mona's. I'm like, Which and I that's a bad thing. <laughs> She's like, well, I really would just rather listen to theirs. We don't. That's not a plan. We, you've seen Drew and I together. We don't have yeah, right? any other well, options. No, no. Okay, okay. It I'm is, calling not true. I'm is. calling not true <laughs> I, because I do know you guys, and I know we were up here Friday, and you said. Drew, let's do it tomorrow. I've got to study some more, and we've got to talk some more about it. Mona and I, buddy, y'all are getting it off the cuff here. I, I've got a whiteboard at home. It looks like a beautiful mind. I'm just up there scribbling stuff everywhere. Am I am I fibbing, Ms. No, Mona? No, you're absolutely right. But it's their brains versus our brains. Yeah, ours work a certain way. Now, I would, before, I would what, say it's experience. You know, well, that's a nice way we say age here. In the yeah, South. right. <laughs> But we're the ones that don't talk about it and spend extra days on doing it. No, seriously, before you guys run off and think that I've said something that I have not said, <laughs> I did not say Mona and I don't prepare and study, but we're not like them. We don't talk about it maybe for five minutes before we go on air. It's like, hey, so where are we going today? That's about it. You know, um, you know what? I'll take what you said, Dan. <laughs> you know why? Why? Because in the Christian faith, we have this person called the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes, yes. That Preach Mona it. and I rely upon to take 
the study that we have and to use it to guide us down a path. You guys seemingly are out of it's, God's will trying to do it on your own. I'm it's so toasty, I have to take my beanie off now. It's gotten warm in here for some no, reason. No, it's true. I'm not saying a word. Nothing against you whatsoever. Nothing. Yeah, we got to rein no, it in. This is getting why, spicy. But that's why I love our our and your your podcast is the same too. But but I love our podcast because I'm involved. So <laughs> <laughs> that didn't come out right either. <laughs> what I love about our we lost it today, y'all. <laughs> what I love about our podcast is we are sitting and having a conversation. You right. guys do that oh, too. Yeah, yeah. But I love sitting and just we're just having a conversation. So right. what are we going to talk about today? This is what we're going to talk about. We look things up so that and and study it so that we are knowledgeable about what we're talking about. But we're just sitting across the desk having a conversation, which is something that I value and just love so much. And so and I think that that's why some at least I've heard some people who listen to it that that's why they love it also because it is just like they're sitting here at the end of the desk um, mm-hmm. listening in on a conversation that we're having and yes we allow the Holy Spirit to guide our conversation but that's what we're doing and so and you guys do that too but <laughs> yeah but, don't, no, we're but, not saying don't, but you guys are more outlined than what oh, we are absolutely and that's one of the things that even you know it's crazy you, I, I go home and I edit these but I also end up listening to them as a listener, right. and that's one of the things I love is the fact that it feels like you're coming into a room talking with good friends, mm-hmm. and and right. I would never want to change that. So. Yeah, so so having said that, when we seem surprised <laughs> and like we get excited that the Holy Spirit has right. has opened, seriously, it's like, oh, my land, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because right. that's what's happening. Just know that, that it's nothing that, <laughs> if you know me whatsoever... <laughs> nothing is planned that we do in here outside of the text that we have. Okay. Now, and seriously, and, and that's not a shot. You guys, but no, you guys are a little bit more. Yeah. Hey, we're going to talk about this specifically, this specifically, this. Yeah. We're terrified. Flying we're snakes or whatever it was in your last episode. And cows, cows becoming and chimichangas, whatever. Just a little bit. But no, we're but just, yeah, yeah. you know, that's just, and, and I guess it's really more how my brain works right. and, and we were just talking about right. how much alike we are now. Right. <laughs> so if your brain Scary. works like that that's a problem Scary. for you <laughs> so anyway so we've just spent five minutes laughing <laughs> so hey let's do something let's get into this now this is um a topic that we held off for two weeks <laughs> seriously because to make sure you and i we we did talk more than five minutes a day right. But not a lot. Just right. make sure you and I, because people can get run off the rails on this Sabbath right. thing. Right. Um, there is a whole thought mm-hmm. out there where it says that we're going to hell because we don't worship on Saturdays. Right. Um, built upon, really, if you mm-hmm. ask me, I've read a bunch of their literature because I, I knew some people that were involved in it and... You know, but if you boil it all down, though, they say we're going to hell because we don't worship on Saturdays. So you can get run off the right, rail on right. this one um, commandment if you're not careful. Right. So we we talk six minutes on this one. <laughs> so, Miss Mona, why don't you go ahead and read it and um, then pray for us? Okay. So we're in Exodus 20 and starting at verse eight. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock, 
or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Lord, I just ask, um, as I always ask, but that we would accurately handle your word of truth and that we would listen to your spirit as we have said that we um, do. And so I pray that we would. And I pray that, um, that everything that we do and say would glorify you today. And um, I think that's our prayer every week, but um, I pray it again. And so um, teach us and lead us and guide us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. So as we sat down, um, when you came in a few minutes ago, we talked. You told me something that I honestly didn't know. I don't know if I, I told you that or registered, that this was the only commandment not mentioned in the New right. Testament. right. But then I know I re- how I responded. Uh, you probably could catch on. And here's why. Because I look at this commandment. Boy, I'm going on some thin ice here. <laughs> as really more of, um, it was a principle principle for the people. Right. And it was it was, it was was the truth mm-hmm. of Colossians chapter 2, verse 16, 17. It, and I'll give that word, and we'll go there in a little bit. So I'm going to give you a, what's a, a brief snapshot of it. Of that, this was really about a shadow of the coming of Jesus and what he would do later on. And because I don't really think it ever became about the day, and that's what's in Colossians. Right. But it was about the principle of what he right. wanted. Right. Setting those, you know, he always wanted circumcision was was really of, of no value. And I don't know how I got on this, other than to make sure that they were set apart and different from the Canaanite people. Right. You know, you could tell that they were a different person, a Jewish person. So... The Sabbath day issue here was not so beholden to a, you break it, you're going to hell, but it was a principle that God wanted to teach his people. Well, and it also, what, what did we say? It's not, it wasn't a sign for them with between God and his people, but it was... Um, it was a covenant. Yes, it was part them. of the covenant um, that was between them, and now we're under a new covenant, which right. is different. Um, but it is true to make note of the fact that in the New Testament, that all, all of the other covenants, you can go and find it, them repeated. But the um, the one of um, of this, keeping the Sabbath, is not repeated. The Sabbath is talked about, but keeping the Sabbath as holy as is stated in this commandment is not repeated right right so let's just jump in real quick and talk what what does the word sabbath in and of itself mean um the word means to cease and to rest right. in itself uh, so it's you're resting from something you're ceasing from something normal and how things go and you just take a break as it were you know it, it comes from now i know you want to deal with the word rest there which is remember to keep it holy and then wherever the word rest is at oh that's toward the end oh i'm sorry i was jumping way ahead so but the rest here it's sort of based upon the principle of god that says you know at some point you have to take a break right you know it's that old saying that that i tell people and i tell i've told dan this i've told my son this and and zach who was my former youth pastor there are times you have to unstring the bow right or the tension will ultimately break the bow Right. You just got to unstring it and, and rest and relax at times. Right. That's why it's so important to have those times where, well, however you want to put it, let your hair down, just be yourself, and not be so tense about work. Right. And then we go on to also the word holy here, saying keep it holy, which I surprised you. Yes. 
word holy usually means what? Set apart. Set apart. And we mm-hmm. talk about God's holy. He's set apart a different. We're called to be holy. But the word holy here, and I read the definition to Miss mm-hmm. Mona, it doesn't mean that. It just means um, to be prepared, to purify, <laughs> to make clean. I could not read my handwriting. To make clean. So that's what it means. It, it doesn't even carry the context of being set apart, although we know that the context has got to be there. Right. But the actual Hebrew word is something different. different right. So it carries a little bit of a different nuance. It's a, it's a conse- consecrating um, and ah, and word. not a setting apart right. per se. Um, I mean, they they were told to do the, do it so that they were. I mean, everything that God had them do, and all the laws that He set up were so that they would be that they themselves as people would be different and set apart from the people of the land that they were going into. Um, but but it is in good to note that that word holy is not the same but i was sitting here thinking what "What about if it was you think this could be it that it was really a personal statement for them that they were to purify themselves from the trash of the past week Mm -hmm. to cleanse themselves and to prepare for the next week Mm -hmm. because they've been in the presence of the holy one went to synagogue heard the torah read or or whatever they read that they unwrapped the skull on unrolled the scrolls, easy for me to say, and they heard it and and whatever the rabbi would teach and and talk to them. So they they got all that done, but it was this time of of refreshing and replenishing and preparing themselves for what's coming up in the week. That's a pretty good picture there too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Going by those words. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Um, And and I had a thought and it's gone. Happens a lot. (laughs) Well, I keep thinking of the ways in which, and you can, we cannot go this here yet if you don't want to, but the ways in which it was twisted and made into legalism and made into um, something. Yeah, we can go with that now. That, and, and so that when you, by the time that we get into the New Testament and the way that it was, um, you know, everything that Jesus did, he that the Pharisees were questioning him and he did things on the Sabbath. Right. I think sometimes specifically so that they would question him. And how can you do that on the Sabbath? Um, Because of their taking this and making it into something that was legalistic Mm -hmm. and making it into a burden to bear instead of a refreshment for your soul. Um, But they made it into a burden. Right. Um, Absolutely. You want to go to one of those now? We can. Or you want to? Or do you want me to go to this route? Do you think we still do that today? Not about the Sabbath, but about other things. Well, I was going to. I think we do about the Sabbath, though. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I really. It, those of us who are my age and Hank's age, not Dan's age. She's younger, <laughs> but <laughs> but we remember the days when. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we remember the days when the stores weren't, no store was open oh, on yes. Sundays. You know, when you, there was nothing open on Sundays. It wasn't that long ago. Dan was around. The blue laws were in I was effect. Say, yeah. Yeah. That's been a big change just in my, my lifetime. And even, um, even when I was a kid, I, I remember pretty, pretty much on a regular basis, restaurants and things like that being closed on Saturdays. Yeah. I mean, on Sundays. And so I, and I, you know, I just remember, and that was just society in right. general. That wasn't even necessarily believers and people in the church but i think that you can we can get legalistic about the sabbath today because we can feel like um 
that we have to do it a certain way. It has to be on a certain day. It has to be a certain way. It has to be. And so, and when we fall into the, that thinking, then it, I think it does become legalistic. You know, and I want to give you one more. I was going with that. So I've, I've had people tell me um, a lot of, well, you know, I just think you ought to give your best to the Lord. And so you need to wear suits to church right. and dresses and you ought to dress to the nines. And, and listen, I, I, I don't, I wear suits sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to sort of have, I try to have a balance, really. Right. Um, it's funny, I've told you, those Sundays that I wear suits, people go, oh, you're just going away from wearing jeans? You're just not going? <laughs> and then the Sundays that I wear jeans, everybody goes, so you just quit wearing suits? I'm like, what? I just wore a suit last week, and I'm wearing, I wore jeans. Like, what are you talking about? So anyway, but this is my thought when people say that to me. The, the, the very people that would argue that point to me and have argued that point, I'll see them on a Sunday night or Wednesday night, and they're in jeans. Yeah. So I'm like, so God only deserves your best on, on Sunday, Sunday morning? Yeah. Right. And I will say, um, and I don't know if my kids are going to be listening, but I mean, I used to, we used to have hard and fast rules about how you dress to ch- going to church on Sundays. And when they were teenagers, that was a, a sticking point and a bit of a tuffle for us. But when I finally, it really was. But Did when you I, see Mona <laughs> tuffling with one of her kids? Tuffling. What does that even mean? That may, that may mark the first time I've heard that word. Yes. <laughs> Am I starting to make up words like you now? <laughs> well, I've never heard that word. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to look that up later. Yeah. But anyway, when I decided to let it go, then it there was so much more freedom. Mm-hmm. And the, it wasn't um, a binding anymore. There was freedom in that, in the, um, you know, in, in just letting it be. I mean, we've given the enemy such a stronghold into that deal that and and dan's with me been with me on visitation um and so he's heard them say it too people say well i don't have anything to wear right. oh yeah and i'm oh, thinking yeah. you know somebody be, they've got home you know they, they put on something just a pair of jeans and a t-shirt or whatever and i'm going i don't care what you got on it's fine right you yep. know just don't wear nothing revealing or holy i was or about to say if you covered there you go just <laughs> cover up man and won't throw on a pair of jeans and roll right. on up in here right and they're like oh i could never yeah my i'm like all right, stop. Right. You can. Right. You're not going to be the only one. I'm like, half time, I'm preaching in jeans or whatever. So just right. relax in that. Well, my goodness. I'll I, I make, you know, and seriously, there, I mean, now, do I think it's, do I think that other than that, that if you think you have to wear jeans that, you know, you shouldn't dress up or they, some people will dress down and look down their nose at people who dress oh, up. Oh, absolutely. I could absolutely. give a rip, right. man. Right. It's yeah. where God moves in your heart. Yeah. You know, if, if you want to wear a suit, by all means, wear a suit, brother. Three-piece, I mean, double-breasted. You go at it, man. I don't care. Right. Top hat cane. <laughs> or wear a, I don't care. You can't meet the God of the house till you get to the house of right. God. Right. You and I can, and I will, I'll confess that sometimes those, those mindsets are hard to let go when you've had they them are. for 50-some yeah. years. Um, they are hard to let go. But when you do, and when you realize the truth of the matter, the truth sets you free. I think I read that in scripture somewhere. I mean, <laughs> you, you get sarcastic. You got, with me about oddly it. familiar. I oddly knew familiar. It. Maybe, I knew it. maybe like John chapter 8, like maybe <laughs> verse 32. I don't, I don't know. Oh, but anyway, so, hey, speaking of it, so Jesus, in one of those times that you're talking about, go to Mark. Let's go to Mark. Um, the Gospel of Mark. Um, chapter two. 
This is one of those times that I'm really pretty sure Jesus was like, I want to tell you all this truth, and I need to make you guys mad so I can, so you can look at me like you're all mad or whatever. And hey, here's the and, and you guys pointed this out on on the 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 Gruce of of Gase, um <laughs> podcast that. Man, Jesus knows everything. Absolutely, He knows Absolutely. your heart. He knows your 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 being, and everything. So they're in Mark chapter two, um, starting at verse twenty four. Well, I'll start at verse twenty three. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields as they made their way. His disciples began to pluck heads of grain. I mean, come on. They're just getting something to eat, a right, little snack, hungry, man. Right. I mean, that's the Doritos of the day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, that's oh, the, what flavor were they? Well, I don't know whether they were Cool Ranch or the new hot kind. I don't know, but they were Doritos of the day. So, and it says, and the Pharisees were saying to him, "Look, what? Can I make a point here?" Sure, that's what we're here for. <laughs> you got your pointing finger held up, so go for Isn't it. Isn't it crazy how the Pharisees were always around Jesus? Always. They may have detested him, oh, and absolutely. they may have hated him, but they were always around. Always well, and but and why? So that they could trip them up. Yeah. Tr- well, time. they could try. Tr- that exactly. <laughs> they never did, and we they know specifically could. if you read in Matthew twenty-two that they tried. Yep. I mean, they were sending. They was getting to the end of his ministry. It was like everything was getting ramped up. So they send this one guy. Then they send the you know the Sadducees. That was the worst one. They don't even believe in resurrection. Right. And they, they asked ask a question about, about the resurrection. <laughs> that was just ridiculous. And so they send. They send a lawyer, and Jesus steadily is just knocking it. And they're always that is how. Crazy. Crazy. And how, what does it tell us? The Pharisees could have heard him preach day after day after day after day. So let's just say two and a half years. Maybe they didn't start at the beginning right. of his ministry. And they never got changed. Yeah. Right. Because they were so mired in their um, legalistic ways. And in, in the in the the legalism of everything was about these laws that they had to yeah. follow and the rules that they had to follow. What do you think that was that way? Though? What, what was the draw? Here we go. This is where we're going. This is, by the way, if you call this a rabbit trail, I'm coming over there, Cornelius. I'm coming over there, Cornelius, if you think this is a rabbit trail. Anyway, why is it we get so hamstrung by so many, or so many get so hamstrung, People that want to have to be able to work their way to heaven. Like if I wash my hands 50 times in a day or I don't take grains of the head right. of wheat so I'm walking through this wheat field to munch on, why is it we get so stuck in these man-made traditions? Now, I know the law was not based out of a man-made tradition. Right. God gave it. But, but they made it. And they How many added did they add, to it. What, right. Some five hundred yeah. they added right. to it. Right. Why is it we get so caught up in that? I don't know. I yeah. don't, do you really think I have an answer to that? <laughs> I don't know. But some, well, sometimes is it fault. well? Is it easier? Yeah, because it, here's why I think it is easier because you can start checking off boxes. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll always take the outward appearance of change over real meaningful change any day because exactly for that because it, it real change is hard. I wasn't trying to throw anything. No, at I know. No, no. Shade. no shade was thrown right there. But it was. Oh, it, there always is. But I mean, seriously, it's it's like okay. So I've got the reading plan for the month right here, and I check off the boxes. And isn't it, isn't it like that? I, I didn't I didn't go farther than I should have gone on the yep. Sabbath day. I didn't do any more quote unquote things that I should have on the Sabbath day. So I can check. 
I'm good this Sabbath day. Tomorrow, I read the verses of Scripture, the Shema going out. I lived that way. I read it coming back in. Check the box. I think that's why we're so tied to it. And I, and I think that, and that's the beauty of what Jesus did when he was on earth and what we were starting to read. Um, <laughs> Shade but, throne. <laughs> um, but that that he was all about the heart of the issue and yeah. in, in your heart. And so when we get into these other um, commandments and we get into his teachings about taking those that, you know, here's the law, but this is what your heart. Um, and, and so, you know, he lays it all out and, and that is why I think, why I say, I think it's because it's so much easier because it is so much easier just to say, I have to do this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. rather than saying in my heart, I have to deal with this, which is even deeper than that. And, and, and to deal with those things that we don't want to deal with. Yeah. I mean, isn't it easier to say an eye for an eye, <clears throat> tooth for tooth, right. you hurt me and I'm going to come back and punch you in your right. eyeball rather right. than saying, I don't care how bad you've hurt me. Right. I got to love you and forgive you. Right. The first is so much easier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's it goes back to what you said, Dan. It's something that I can visibly see. You hurt me, I'm gonna hurt you the mm-hmm. same way. As opposed to you just cuss me out and you just were mean to me, yet I'm gonna turn around and say, Hey, I forgive you right. and I love you in Jesus. Right. And you'll notice there's a difference in the immediacy mm-hmm. of those things. We like things to be immediate. We want instant McDonald's gratification. McDonald's drive through life. <laughs> yep, that's it. And so, you know, real change takes time and it takes, you know, falling and getting back up and all of that good stuff. And we, you know, those check boxes. We can check those right off, right away, and we're done. Humility, brother. You know, yeah. Yep. I have to humble myself right. if I'm mad at yep. Mona. I have to humble myself and say it's okay that she stepped all over me, and I'm going to forgive her for that. And it's humbling putting my. And our society is as great as our country is, and it's a really good, really good country. We teach ourselves to um, get all we can get. And to walk over now we do right. walk over here. You have to walk over. Right. Dan's fighting with a spider over there, but I anyway, saw face. <laughs> oh, Cornelius is over there. He must have just threw his his little hatchet up or whatever that was. His, his little pickaxe. Pick yeah. So then it go back back to what I was trying to read. <laughs> the Chaos is broken were, out. We're saying to him, "Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath?" And he said to him, "Have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry? He and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God in the time of Abathar the high priest, and he ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him. By the way, it got that priest killed mm. for him doing that, and all the priests that were there with him. It's a great story, and not the fact he got him killed, <laughs> but it's just it's a good story. It's a good read." And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. That was the only time I think he was really looking to teach a truth. Right. And so he just did something he knew was going to get. Now, I'm not saying that they were probably hungry. Right. You know, and he just did something to make them mad. Right. So he could give us this biblical God. He just turned the whole world upside down. Absolutely. He did a 720. See what you did there. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, actually, I'm wrong. It should have been a four. Uh, it's a 180. 360. 360. Four. Yeah. Turned around twice. Five. Yeah, 720. <laughs> yeah, been, that been back to the right place again. So you, anyway, he did Never a 180. Mind. He did a 180. That sounded good. So now go to Colossians chapter two. I think this is ultimately where we wanted to get to, and you sort of mentioned it. We're not going to get to Hebrews today, it doesn't look like. 
Okay. I, that's one of your favorite books. It is my favorite. Is it your favorite? Well, it might be my favorite. Romans, Hebrews, I'm not sure I which. See. What's my favorite? Um, that would be First John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what, I learned so much more in it last month, reading it every day. <clears throat> Um, and today, so our book of the month for Marion. Hey, this is just as, as Mona's trying to find Colossians. I, <laughs> I can't flip through and talk at the same time. So, um, so that's your favorite, huh? Yeah. yeah. So um, we're in um, we're in Nehemiah, dude. God opened up something to me, Nehemiah today. I'll tell it to you guys off air because I don't want to share it with these people yet. Um, <laughs> It was, it was, it's, this is great. So anyway, book of the month is Nehemiah. Uh, our verse of the month is Galatians 2.20. So anyway, we talked about it last week. Here it is, um, Colossians chapter 2, verses um, 16. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food or drink or with regard to a festival or new moon or Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Go, Mona. Uh, <laughs> uh well... It re- As I was reading some things, trying to prepare for this, um, you know, I read a couple sentences. One said that Jesus is our Sabbath rest, and that just reminded me what I wanted to look up, um, and that we need to rest in the finished work of Jesus. And so, um, so we and we know that everything that happened in the Old Testament was um, happened as for our example and for our instruction, and. All the laws and the tabernacle that were set up was indeed a shadow of what was what mm-hmm. is still to come. Um, and so here Paul is saying that these things were a shadow of what we have now because we are in Christ. And so that Sabbath rest that they were to the keeping the Sabbath holy that they were to do um, was just a shadow of the truth of a Sabbath that we have. Because we are in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love it. So what Paul, and, and really why Paul is addressing this in the church at Colossae is because he was fighting Gnosticism in this. They wanted to say that Jesus was not who he said he was until he was on the cross and all this. And you had to have this secret knowledge to get to mm-hmm. heaven. And, and he's like, dude, it's not secret knowledge. Here it is. Here's the knowledge. You just got to find everything in Jesus. You right. know, If you want to summarize Colossians, there it is. Everything is found in Jesus because he's the right. substance of everything. Yep. Everything that you need, everything that you desire, everything that you want, everything that makes you alive is found in mm-hmm. Jesus and nowhere else because right. he's God. Right. That's ultimately what Colossians is. There it is. I summed it up in <laughs> two sentences. <laughs> now go read it. Right. But that's what he's saying here because they're mm-hmm. honest about people were being disqualified from following Jesus or the church or whatever they were dealing with as as the church was spreading and, and growing because like, oh, well, you you know, you ate, uh, you ate meat under that new moon or that mm-hmm. whatever or mm-hmm. you did that and so you're disqualified. Paul says, let me tell you something, dude. I want to make a statement here, too. Nothing disqualifies you from heaven if you're found in Jesus. Right. If you've given your heart and your soul and everything that's about you to Jesus, if you've accepted his free gift of salvation, if you've come to claim him as the Lord of your life, if you've been born again, I don't know how many ways I can say this, if you do those things, you're going to heaven. I don't care if you eat meat under a full moon, a half moon, a no moon, a toenail moon. I don't care what you do. You're going to heaven. Right. And that's really what he's getting at right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You guys are worried about shadows, man. Shadows are nothing. Right. We have the substance yes. in Jesus. He right. literally died for us. Right. 
Think about that. Right. And if you know one of the more bad, I'm preaching on that Sunday from Leviticus chapter one. Right. So do you find what you're looking for? Well, yes. Well, in just thinking about Jesus being our Sabbath rest, and, and he even said, um, and we read it in Matthew eleven twenty eight, maybe someone else too, but where Jesus says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm. And, you know, and this just came to me, but especially in these days, I think rest is very hard to find, um, whether it's because we're so busy or because we're um, drowning in social media or because the headlines are bad or, um, you know, whatever it is, I think rest is very hard to find. Mm-hmm. And But all we have to do is turn to Jesus. Turn to you know, when I read people saying things on um, Facebook that, you know, about their, the worry and the stress and the, um, and just go to Jesus. Yeah. Jesus will relieve it all and give you the rest from all of that. It calms the storms. Yes, absolutely. It can, with just a word, by the way. Right, right. Think about it. That the principle of the whole thing, when the disciples were afraid when they were out on the sea, and he just stood up and said, peace be still. That's sort of a principle that can be, that's very applicable to our lives. Right. In the midst of the storm, and he just says, peace be still. Right. And it's that simple. Right. And mm-hmm. by the way, here's another thought on that. The very same waves that scared the goodness out of them dudes— Rock Jesus to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just a thought. And by the way, and, and then we're going to have to wrap up. I extended this five minutes without Ooh. your knowing it <laughs> um, to get us. So, but I want you to hear it um, in, in Hebrews chapter four. It says, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. Mm-hmm. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest. And that's really what a Sabbath is about. Right. Now, quickly, we worship on Sundays. Right. Jews worshiped on the last day of the week. Paul set the example by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Right. That we're to worship. And he, you know, I think it's 1 Corinthians 16, maybe, or maybe 2 Corinthians somewhere. And that doesn't go to 16. But he talked about setting aside the first day of the week. Mm-hmm. And so you'll never tell me that I'm wrong in how I worship. Right. Because in Colossians 2, Paul says this is not about the day. Right. It's about the heart. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Closing thoughts. Well, I just wanted to um, go, go back okay. and say, you know, when the commandment was given, um, it referred back to God. In six days, the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. The word rested in Genesis is different from the word rested here in Exodus 20. But what I want to focus on is the word rested in Genesis 2. The word rested in Genesis 2 means to repose, to rest, to rid of, to still, to put away, to leave. And so it's really a tranquility. It's really a peace, a serenity. It's not just um, a rest from work or toil, but it's all of those things as well. And so when we go to that example of God, um, what he did, how he rested, then that needs to be our example that in Jesus we can experience um, because he is our rest. And I wish we had more time Mm -hmm. to unpack that, just how you said that, because that ties so much into that word holy, which means to prepare, to cleanse, to do all the, it's just to hallow, it just does all Mm -hmm. that and and brings out that tranquility, but for another day. (laughs) So any closing thoughts real quick? Uh, Just to kind of reiterate what both you guys have hit on, which is on 
Which is on Sunday. You know, if if you're not, you know, if you're not happy with your church and you where's your mind at first? Yep. Are you going looking to see who spoke to you, who didn't speak to you, who's wearing what, all of that good stuff? Or have you put all of that away to focus solely on worship? There's attending worship and then there's worshiping. Yep. And yep. I would encourage you to worship. By the way, I'd say this, before they crossed the, the River Jordan, God told them to consecrate their lives for three straight days just to cross the stinking river. Right. Mm-hmm. We won't give God three minutes to consecrate our life to come in to worship Him. Because yep. mm-hmm. so many are not worshiping the one they claim to worship by their attendance in a worship service. Absolutely. Right. right. Yep, absolutely. Closing? Anything? <laughs> I thought I did. Okay, that was it? The rest thing? Okay. Well, well we've gone past the 35-minute mark, so let's <laughs> shut this thing down. People probably could not stand a lot of us like this. Anyway, so, hey, here's what I want to say. You do need to unstrain the boat. I want to go back to that. Yes. Rest at times. I mean, seriously, and rest means to rest your mind. And I believe that's the hardest thing for people to do today. Yes. Is their mind gets going and they cannot shut it down and they cannot mm-hmm. cannot turn the switch off. But you got to figure out a way. Best way I know to do is come to church. Yeah. Find yourself in the grace of Almighty God. Yep. So, hey, I am Hank Meadows, um, and this is the Mosaic of Mary. Let's close in prayer. Okay. All right. Father, we love you. We're so thankful that you gave us the principle of rest. Not because you were tired, but you knew we in our finite beings would need to rest at times. So, God, thank you that even at the very beginning, before there was even more than one man alive, you gave us the principle of rest because you knew even in the garden, that we would need it. So, Lord, we love you, and we praise you, and we seek you, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Hey, guys, this is Mosaic of Marion. Bye, y'all. Bye.